Hello, everyone. This is Matt, your host, with another episode of Deep Thoughts, Simple Truths. This episode, we are going to talk about dun 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 communication. It's so important. It's the lifeblood of a relationship. It's what enables you to get to know other people and them to get to know you better. When you meet face to face, it's always the most freest and best form of communication, in my opinion. Otherwise, you're having to resort to text messages, emails, phone calls, which is still talking, but you're using something, a device, as a means to get to talk to them. You got to buy a postage stamp to mail a letter. Who does that anymore? I think that's a lost art. Handwriting a note to them. I think that's really cool. Communication is the process by which someone or something is made common or shared. If, if you tell me a secret, then you and I both know the secret and you have communicated that to me and I've understood it. I'm, I'm now part of that and linked to that and I understand that about you. Uh, to commune, the definition is to share one's intimate thoughts or feelings with someone, especially on a spiritual level. There's different levels of communication. I wanted to get into those this episode. Here we go. Click your seatbelts in. Click, click. And we're off. Five levels of communication. Here we go. We're going to start with, we're going to be a little backward this episode. We're going to start with level five and go down to one. Level five is the cliche conversation. You step into an elevator and you say something like, hey, how's the weather today? Man, I like your, uh, I like your outfit, I like your hat. Um, it's just very, very cliche. It almost seems like you're personal and you, you know, you're initiating conversation, but there's, there's not really much depth to it. There's, how's the weather today? How about them? How about them Seahawks? Tell you what level four is you are reporting the facts about others. Again, it's not really about yourself. It's what you're noticing. Hey, how, what, did you hear what the president did? Did you hear what happened over there? You're reporting. I just, I read this in an article. Um, things like that, where you're just reporting something that you have seen or heard or something that's far off and out there, but common enough to where you could talk about it with somebody. Level three, this is where you get into who you are and, um, things about you, your ideas and your judgments. Level three. Now you're getting somewhere. This is your ideas and your judgments. I think they should do this differently. I had a great idea for an invention and it's this and this and this. Um, I think that we all should do such and such. This is a, this is a, be a great idea. I think that is awesome over there. You're judging that to be awesome. You're, you're explaining something about yourself, but it's very from your head. It's very thought based. It's very analytical and, and judgmental, like in a, in a good kind of way, like, I think that is so cool over there, how they did that. Those are your ideas and your judgments. Tracking with me, we're going to go to level two. This is not from your headspace. This is from your, your gut level, your, your stomach. Your emo this is your feelings and your emotions. Notice how this level is deeper than just your facts and your judgment. This is your feelings and your emotions. This is how you feel when something is done to you or you've accomplished something. I feel so great right now because et cetera, et cetera. I feel tired. I feel, 
I feel drained and exhausted. I feel so great. I just went to this concert and it was these things, um, my emotions. I, I feel so at ease when I get to talk to you. Um, these are your things that uh, happen to you that, you, that you feel that you're caught up in. That's a very deep part of you and a level of you. You don't, you don't tell that to your mailman, you know. I feel great today. <laughs> yeah, good, good for you. Um, tracking with me here. Level one is called peak communication. This level, I've, I've got to experience this with people, is amazing. This is your absolute openness and honesty. You essentially bear your soul. You open yourself up and you tell the entire truth with all the details. And they don't judge you. They don't put you down. They don't make you feel shameful. You get to express your very inner workings of, of both your head and your heart, your, your soul. Like, this is what's actually going on with me. I feel this way. This happened to me. I'm like this. I, I work this way. I had this experience. This is your real person of who you are. Something should be noted also with all of these. You can only um, express what you know about yourself. So there's a level of self-acceptance uh, and self-introspection um, enough to know that I am this way. I'm not, I'm not putting on a front. I'm not trying to hide behind this uh, facade of something like that and telling you what you want to hear, thinking that, oh, I'm, I'm really deep now and I'll get this kind of response from you. I'm, I'm not playing any games. I'm not playing any, acting any roles. I'm not um, hiding under a mask of something. I'm not trying to win. I'm not trying to get any control. Too many times we resort to these things of uh, games and masks. And uh, I'll, I'll say this in this kind of a tone, and they should um, respond with this kind of way to make me feel a certain way. Like I'm going to kind of have put myself down a little bit so they can reassure me that I'm, I'm not such a bad person and that makes me feel better. That's not really the right way to communicate because that's a little false. What prevents us from reaching our peaking and communication with people is our fears, our upbringing, our programming, our, our thoughts that we think. We, we don't know what people are thinking about us. We don't know what their response would be until we share it until we're comfortable enough to to break free from our fears and our things to open up to people that's one of the hardest things to do but it's so worth it if i tell you who i really am there's a chance that you could reject me and that that's all i have like i'm i'm not a perfect person but that's who i am that's that's what i'm feeling right now that's what i'm going through that's what those are my secrets and when we <laughs> we play these games and we think that we win by dishonesty by um these these paranoias and these thoughts that we think about the other person and how they would respond to us when in reality we can be comfortable enough 
to open up to, to them and them accepting us. Your relationships will only be as good as your communication. I think that's a fair statement. You get to know people by communicating with them. If you haven't talked to someone in a while, you don't know what's going on and therefore you're not close. You also have these languages that you speak in. I wanted to address those really quick. There are five of them. Words of affirmation. You may have heard these before. Words of affirmation, quality time, receiving gifts, acts of service, and physical touch. You can relate to um, some of these pretty easily, but you have a primary one that you normally talk to and normally talk with. The thing is, you're talking to them expecting to hear the same kinds the same kind of dialect back. And sometimes you don't, and you're like, well, I'm trying to talk to you this way, but it seems like you're doing other, what, what are you doing that for? Let's go through them really quick. Words of affirmation are exactly that. They're words of affirmation. They're, they're a text message. They're a handwritten note. They're encouraging. They're uh, a letter. They're um, an email. They're spoken words that are directly to you, that you hear with your ears, that you, oh, wow. Thank you for saying that. Quality time is time spent with just that person. No distractions. There's eye contact. There's listening. There's no distractions. You just spent five hours with that person at the mall and you had the time of your life because that was so quality time. There wasn't anything else that was involved except you and that person. Receiving gifts are thoughtful surprises. You, they got something for you because they were going through the store and that totally reminded them of you and they bought it and you're like, oh, well, thank you. That, that was so nice of you to get something. It's a, it's a Starbucks card. It's a memento. It doesn't even have to have any value necessarily, but they got it for you because they wanted to get you something. Acts of service are things that you do. It's, it's an act. It's, uh, it's unloading the dishwasher. It's something that you do to help. It's something that you do to serve. It's an act of service. I care about you. I'm going to do this for you. I'm going to put gas in your car. I'm going to clean your window. I'm going to get you a cup of water. I'm going to do something to help you. Physical touch are, is physical. Uh, it's high fives. It's hugs. It's rubbing shoulders together. It's a handshake. It's um, a touch on the hand, on the, on the arm, on the shoulder. It's very close. It's very contactful. When you learn how to communicate with someone else's language, you begin to talk to them in their dialect and how they are talking to you is, is normally how they would like to be talked back to. And, and so when you learn what style of language they talked in and prefer, and you start speaking that dialect to them, you, your connection to them grows a whole lot stronger. It's amazing. The aim of conversation and communication is to understand the other person. One of the, one of the questions that I um, 
was uh, listening to one time was uh, it said the golden question to improve your communication with someone else is this question. What do you mean? When you ask that question, you are wanting more information and more things from them so that you can fully understand them. You can understand them better. It's hard to be fully understood. They get to go on and on now. Hey, what do you mean about that? What's that like? What's that? How do you, what do you mean? Sorry. They get to explain more and you're like, oh, I gotcha. I can see that more clearly. I can understand that. I can relate to that. I see where you're coming from. And because you're listening and accepting them, they feel that you have listened and you've accepted to them. And you're like, I get it. I understand that better now. And that was a really great tip that I uh, heard one time. The aim is to understand. It's not to, what are you going to say next? And et cetera. It's, it's understanding. I got verses for you. Ephesians 4.29. Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to the use of edifying, that it may minister grace to the hearers. Um, you don't want it to be corrupt. You want it to be good. That which is good for the use of edifying, it's supposed to build people up. You're supposed to be speaking words that are going to be uplifting, that it may minister grace to the hearers. The words that you talk and speak are very, very important. Colossians 3.9, lie not to one another, seeing as you have put off the old man with his deeds. Don't lie to each other. You need to be telling the truth. You don't need to be hiding things. You don't need to be telling a half truth. You don't need to be lying. You need to be telling the truth. Ephesians 4.15, one of my favorite verses, but speaking the truth in love may grow up into him in all things, which is the head of Christ. You're supposed to speak the truth in love. One of the first episodes was what is truth and speaking the truth in love. You can go back and listen. Speak the truth in love. Ephesians 4.25, wherefore, putting away lying, speak every man truth with his neighbor, for we are members of one another. Hebrews 3.15, excuse me. Hebrews 13, verse 5, let your conversation be without covetousness. Be content which, with the things that you have. 1 Peter 1, 15, but as he which, who has called you is holy, so you be holy in all manner of conversation. Conversation is more than just a conversation that you have with a friend or two. Conversation, uh, the definition is... Uh, in society, in an association, and living together and have dealings with one another. Your conversation needs to be without covetousness, needs to be holy in all manner of conversation. The words that you speak have the power of life and death. It says death and life are in the power of the tongue. They that eat it, they that love it will eat its fruit. The words that you speak need to be true. They need to be right. They need to be uplifting, that it may minister grace to the hearers. I love that verse from Ephesians. There are so many good things that can happen when you learn the different levels of communication, when you learn the different languages that people operate in. I'm sure there's a whole lot more to be said about good communication. There's even a a speaker and listener technique where 
this person is talking and saying this and this and this. And you're like, I see that you're saying these things. Is that right? Yes, exactly. Because this is important to me and this is why I like this. And you go back and forth and the aim is to understand the other party. I really love a good conversation when you walk away from it, knowing that they have accepted you and that you guys have talked about things and things got resolved, things got talked about, things got brought up and addressed and understood. And now we can do these things. Now we can do those things. Now the relationship can improve and be better and grow. And I think that is essential in whatever relationships that you have that you have the right, good kind of communication. This is Matt. This is another episode of Deep Thoughts, Simple Truths. Thanks for tuning in with me. Remember to speak good words, and I'll talk to you next episode. See you then.